What's up all, Aaron, but not that Aaron here to tell you about Sifpop Writer's Room. For the past several years, there have been a growing amount of writers for Sifpop.com providing best ever challenges, movie reviews, themes, legacies, connections, and so much more. Sifpop Writer's Room is where that all comes together, giving a voice to those words that you read. And on the show, every week is excellent getting to chat such a wide variety of movies with a wide variety of movie lovers, and I'm really having a lot of fun with the show, and I just think that you would too. So check out Sifpop Writer's Room wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll see you over there. Just remember to knock first. Welcome back, film and pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me as always across the internet is Drew Douglas. You sound so professional when you're not screaming. <laughs> it's <clears throat> honestly one of those strange things because I want to every single time. I want to belt it out like I'm watching a Stephen King movie, but <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I'm holding it in. I want to yell just like I'm something... Dis- I'm not going to say a disaster is happening on screen, but uh, makes me want to scream and fright. That's how I, uh, that was my motivation for starting each episode to try to scare myself into, I don't know where I'm going with that. So. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> no idea. I'm looking at I my almost, little... I almost think we need to restart this whole thing. Ooh. No, uh, I think we're good. No one's listening. It's okay. Well, we that's just it. Um, I think I'm trying to see just how far to the edge I can take us since we have gotten really close to being canceled, uh, thanks to yours truly. So, uh, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a uh, just a combination of a lot of things. <laughs> and for all we know, we we probably have been canceled, and we're just doing this for no reason. Turns out we are in podcast purgatory. Uh, for what we're covering on this episode of Quality Check Podcast, we're doing, oh, geez, I totally forgot. Uh, we're switching what? it up. I was going to pitch to you. What is pitch me right now? Who cares? So, Drew, what, what are we doing this on this podcast episode? <laughs> we clearly have not done this in a long time. Oh. You know what? We're going to do our February 2022 pop culture pickums. We pick three things. That we're excited for. But before we do that, we like to play a game. It's called the Rotten Tomatoes game. And this year, if you haven't listened before, we're keeping we're keeping a running tally through the first six months of the year. We have to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for upcoming movies and whoever gets closest, up or down, gets a point. We're going to do a whopping seven today. Ooh. The first movie that we're going to do is the new Roland Emmerich Disaster flick. He's back to making disaster movies. Love. It's called Moonfall. This was a movie that I got free tickets to see early for last week. And I literally didn't go. Oh, because I just wanted to go home. Would you have gone? Uh, yeah, because I, I want to see this movie. I don't think it's going to be any good, but I want to see it. Oh, it's going to be awful. I, you know, had it been at the theater that is downtown that is near me. I probably would have gone, but the the idea of having to drive 30 minutes to and 30 minutes back home after work, oh, I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> so with, you know, I'm in the lead in the Rotten Tomatoes game right now. So I'm going to have you go first for Moonfall and then I'll make my prediction. 
this is tough because I, like I said, I really want to see this movie. I love a good Roland disaster film. I'm here for it, but I do not think critics are here for it. So that's why I'm going with a whopping 15%. Oh my goodness. I think it's going to get ripped apart. Well, you know, looking on Rotten Tomatoes, his last string of films, Midway, which came out in 2019. I don't even, I don't remember that. I got, 32%. I got, I got that on one of the Regal deals. Like you go and you get a ticket and you get it for free. And I've got that. I've never watched it. Um, oh, man. Because it's like movies anywhere, you know, and I got it on the app, but I haven't gone back to watch it. Probably for the best. That's 42%. Independence Day 2 is 30 Stonewall. I don't even know what that is. Nine percent. What is Stonewall? Grief. I've never even heard of that. Um, What only made, according to Rotten Tomatoes, one hundred eighty-six thousand dollars, and then White House down fifty-two percent. I kind of had fun with that one. That was Uh, fun. Teen seems too low. I'm going to (laughs) say, I'm going to say thirty-two percent. Okay, that's like you know it's going to be. I mean, this is a this is a movie where the plot is literally the moon is knocked out of its orbit and comes crashing towards Earth. Looks like fun. I just I love a good disaster film, and I wonder if he's going to try something with the whole like AI slash alien life because we see in the tra- have you seen any, any of the trailers by the way? Yeah, but honestly, I don't remember really much footage. The things I've seen is like the it's kind of like a glitch screen. And then it's like, it just mentions how the, the moon is <laughs> crashing down or something. I don't know. I, I actually tried to avoid the trailers to this because I didn't want to know anything going into it. And I thought, how great would that be going into a giant Roland E movie, disaster film, not knowing a single thing. But then you end up seeing this. Uh, I feel like a spectacle film to the 10th degree because I really like what Roland does. Even his garbage movies, it's fun to watch. But I see that he's trying to work in like this alien life. And oh, I'm so like, do you think I, that's mm. what triggered this, the the moon to do whatever it's done? Probably. I mean, and learn? oh, that'd be, that'd be kind of fun. I think that he's going to try doing two different things with this where it's part disaster film part mission of mars something like that and i think it's going to piss off critics <laughs> where they're like what is this garbage but i want to see it however i am worried and because of that that trepidation is leading me to say 15 percent. all right next movie uh something that i'm looking forward to a lot and actually i literally had to double check my February picks. I thought this was one of them. It's not. It's Jackass Forever, the fourth Ooh. film in the series that got super big when I was in high school. So I've been a fan of it since the fairly early days. Jackass, the original, 49%. Jackass number two, 64. Jackass three, 66. It's gone up every single time. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I think people, I think critics are going to have a lot of fun with this. I'm going to say 69%. Okay. Okay. That's, I, you know what? I was blown away by those scores because I went back and when we were texting earlier about the Rotten Tomatoes game, I thought I need to do some research, pulled up Jackass, all of the films blown away by the fact that it has made more on Rotten Tomatoes among consensusly among the critics 
it has a higher score than Marvel's Eternals. Blew my mind. <laughs> That's so, okay, though. <laughs> I, now, granted, totally different movie. Yeah, However, I think you're. I think you're rating on a different scale. <laughs> uh still though i i'm just done by that however i what's weird is thinking this movie is going to get a higher score than moonfall but it will no this is not weird at all this movie i think i'm grading literally evenly with another movie on our list and it is 55 percent. i'm actually going down but i think it's still going to irritate critics because oh, i don't think so i I don't know. There's something about the, I I'm actually also excited to see this movie. Something about we need I feel like I need some dumb fun. I've been yeah, stressed yeah. out. We need to have fun. <laughs> and I I honestly believe buried underneath all the the weird things they do in these films there is a companionship among all those that I think mm. is um endearing in a lot of ways. Like I I feel like you can really tell they all care about one another even yeah when they're doing disgusting things, you know? <laughs> and then honestly, some of the thought that goes into what they're doing is uh, truly incredible. Yeah, I really think that there is this brotherhood that exists and it's a weird one, but also something that I never thought I needed another Jackass film. Now I'm like, bring it on. I'm ready for I, it. I mean... I hope this isn't, they said this is the end. They've said this is the end before, but they maybe are at that point when it is time to hang it up because they're not getting any younger. I mean, and how there's many... only so many times you can get slammed in the balls with something <laughs> uh, before <laughs> you you maybe go, I, I need to stop this for my own well-being. Well, and the fact like, as they say in the trailer, Johnny Knoxville is still alive. That's a miracle somehow. <laughs> It's a miracle they're all alive. Yeah, true. Very true. But yeah, I I just there's something about this that it just makes me happy and joyous inside. And when the TV show came out, no joke, I tried to watch that behind my parents' back and I got in trouble once. So third movie, we're gonna do Death on the Nile, which I read this and I I don't know if this is true. This has been delayed seven times so far. Yeah. That's insanity. Well, you also have to contend not only with COVID, but the Army Hammer controversy. <laughs> is he still canceled? Is he fully canceled? Or is I, he just like... I guess we'll just see what happens in the courts. But as of right now, it's just like a big question mark looming over him and this movie. But you know what? Uh, question for you. Did you enjoy the Orient Express? Uh, I can't say. I remember watching that in my now wife's old apartment and I feel like I fell asleep. So I don't know. That was 60% um, when that came out in 2017. Which is something that I, I've been going in that direction. I feel like this will score about the same uh, degree. I enjoyed that movie. I didn't love it. I enjoyed it. I haven't gone back to it. feel like this could be the same. I'm actually more excited to see this, maybe because of the cast done before COVID, it's another kind of spectacle ensemble. Uh, I hope there is a lot of death on the Nile, to be honest. What if no one dies? <laughs> That's that, the twist. Oh, man, that would make me so mad. They were just like locked in the bathroom or something. I'm going to say 64%. Oh, wow. Okay. You're trying to price this right me. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I just think 
I haven't really seen, man, I feel like this came out years ago. That's what's the weird thing is. I'm yeah. Like, this is, Could be a fun date night. Uh, next movie on the list is a Netflix film. The trailer dropped this week. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Critics aren't going to eat this up. There's, there's like literally no way. Forty-six percent. Okay, that's a lot higher than what I was expecting you to go with. I'm going to say I feel the same way as you, but much lower with thirty percent. Yeah, we both want to see this. Oh, for sure, for sure. This, um, this will be a call-off work kind of movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But we'll we'll get. I I have a feeling we're gonna, we're going to get into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when we do our pop culture pickums. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Ooh. Uh, next film is a a Liam Neeson movie that I literally have no idea what the plot is, but we <laughs> did see a preview before, like during the playoffs or something, and I was like, that literally looks like his movies recycled, like his movies in the past ten years just recycled scene for scene. It's called Blacklight. Yeah. Um, I'm the same. I don't know what is going on here. Trying to avoid trailers because maybe it'll make the movie better whenever I do see it, if I see it. I kind of, I want to see a new Liam Neeson movie, but I don't think critics will feel the same way, which is why I'm going with the same scores. What I went with Jackass Forever, 55%. Mm. That seems too high. Uh, I mean, the ice road, 43%. The marksman, which I still need to see, 39%. Oh, man, that was bad. Honestly, 40%, which I didn't think was that bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, agree. Uh, and then he did Made in Italy, whatever that is. Ordinary Love, have no idea what that is. Men in Black International, which was Woof. just honestly one of the worst worst things I've ever seen in my life. 23%. Cold Pursuit, though, 68 So he hasn't really had a fresh thing since 2019, unless you count Ordinary Love, which is... What is this? I've, I've never heard of that. Is it like a straight-to-streaming thing? I don't know. It's, it's a movie, though. Um, came out on Valentine's Day of 2020. And remember whenever he, was it the commuter? Whenever he came out with that, he's like, I'm done with action. Yeah, he's he lied. <laughs> Did I make a pick yet? No, not yet. All right, Blacklight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, um, I'm going to say 31%. 31. Ooh. I mean, there's a trend. All these movies that, I mean, we're predicting they're all going to basically suck ass except for Jackass. <laughs> and, you know, Death on the Nile to, I mean, 64% and then 67 is not necessarily great. Uh, next movie, we only got two left. This one's called Marry Me. It stars J-Lo and Luke Wilson. Owen and Wilson. It, Oh yeah, yeah. Not Luke Wilson. He's smart enough to stay away. Uh, <laughs> this looks this looks freaking awful. I feel like I'm doing too many that are too low, but I I genuinely believe these are going to get torched. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll say thirty six percent. Okay, thirty six. That's lower than what I'm going with. I think there'll be a little bit of love shared for J Lo, and maybe I honestly, based on the trailers, I don't think there's going to be any chemistry between J Lo and Owen. I think J-Lo is just going to be daydreaming 
of Ben Affleck while she was shooting this. Um, <laughs> well, who wouldn't? <laughs> no kidding, I would. That's for sure. Uh, let's go with 45%. I'm going 45 mm-hmm. for Marry Me. Just blow rotten. Well, technically rotten, though. I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes, you got to get at least 60 to be fresh, right? Okay. I thought it was 50. It's only 51. No, it's get... got to be It's got to be at least 60%. So for cert- if you're certified then. Well, certified, I don't even know how they do that because that's like a process. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I don't I don't know what that involves, but... Um, this is going to be certified rotten. I mean, we got a lot of rotten films. Now, one movie, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up with a movie that comes out on March 4th. We're doing it early because I think this is going to not have a massively long embargo. And I, we, I just want to do it before we get any buzz whatsoever on if it's good or bad. And it's called The Batman. I'm not the only one saying this, I'm sure. This isn't some radical thought. I'm pretty confident this is going to be the best live-action version of Bruce Wayne slash Batman that we've ever seen. Oh, wow. I genuinely believe that. I think this is going to blow a lot of people's minds. This is going to be the definitive Batman on film. Do you? Do you so you think it will be the best Batman portrayal of the character and the best Batman movie? Yeah, I'm going to go. I think th- this looks incredible. Everything that I've seen, I think Pattinson's going to knock it out of the park. Now, did you watch that funeral scene? The one WB oh, yeah. dropped online? Okay. I've, like I've, three times. I haven't watched it. I've heard about it. I've been avoiding it, but I'm tempted to watch it just because this movie's three hours long. He does, Bruce Wayne does more investigating in that two minute freaking clip than he does in all three Christopher Nolan films. Whoa. And literally, all he does is just eavesdrop, <laughs> which tells you everything you need to need to know. I I'm excited because I'm hoping, and they they seem to be um, teasing heavily that this is a very detective driven film, and he is the world's greatest detective. We just never get to see that on film. Mm-hmm. And if it's not amazing, I'm going to be crushed because <laughs> <laughs> everything I've seen so far looks awesome uh except maybe the look of the riddler which is a little weird but i'm still down for it yeah it he looks like someone who is like trying to put together a hazmat suit it's like a homemade hazmat (laughs) suit and he puts his glasses on the outside though yeah um do you want to go first or you want me to go first on this i can go first on this i've got it written down i think it will score well among critics but i think it will also be divisive enough to bring the scores down among critics perhaps they'll feel either one it's too bloated but hearing that there was apparently a was it three hour 40 minute cut of this movie that was screened Mm. um to Uh, Was it the execs? And considering that, I feel like I'm worried there could be things cut out of this. Either that or we'll get the it's too bloated comment that it's just too long. I think because of that reason, it will drive the points down a little bit to 89%. Wow. I do think it is interesting. We are basically, and I'm assuming with credits, this is like 240 because I, f- I don't know. This se- that seems crazy, but I, I'm all, I'm all for. It. I'm going to say ninety six percent. Oh, ninety six percent. That's freaking bold. I, 
And I mean, the thing is, it's bold. And I say it out loud and I go, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that it just, well, I mean, hold on now with Spider-Man, no way home. There's no way either of us predicted that movie would get stuck with the freaking 98. Well, it's 93. I just looked. I'm like, if no way home can get 93%, then the Batman okay. can get higher. I just, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Cause when that movie came out and we were predicting and it's like with the, that high score, I thought there's no way. Okay. Yeah. So 98% among uh, the, the audience members on Rotten Tomatoes, but still though, I honestly feel like this will be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. I, I was thinking it might be, a, if we could pick absolutely anything, it might be my most anticipated the closer we get, the more I'm feeling that way. And knowing that it's a longer movie, I just, I, I can't wait. And I haven't watched the funeral scene, but I, you know, what I keep hearing about it, it keeps pushing me to the point of where I what just want to break down and watch it. Um, and I'm ready for this movie now. Like, let's skip through this next month and get to March so we can get this movie. Um, so I, I don't think that I, you could end up scoring really well with this but nonetheless it's going to be high i'm ready for it bring on the batman I mean, gosh i hope so i i'd be i i would be shocked if this is not a good movie all right so we'll see how that shakes out now we can do february pop culture pickums i got two netflix things on here too which is insane. Oh. <laughs> my number three it's called murderville it's a unique improv comedy series that premieres on Netflix, February 3rd, Will Arnett plays a detective who must solve a case with a guest celebrity who has not read the episode script. <laughs> Some of the season's celebrity guests include your boy Camille Nanjiani, Andy Lumps. Murphy, Conan O'Brien, and uh, former Seahawk Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I, I'm here for this because the guests that they're bringing on, this idea of a whodunit, but it's all improv, it's like literally going to a murder mystery party. I've never been to that, to one of those, but it seems like it would be a lot of fun. And to see these celebrities, like say Conan O'Brien, whenever he's trying to improv his way through it, it was hilarious. <laughs> it like, was funny. <laughs> I was laughing nonstop and I cannot wait for his episode. Like his episode's my most anticipated, but all of these look like they're the great. The Kumail clips that I've seen are really funny because it's just Arnett just trying to push them in the direction that they need to go. And they're <laughs> just obviously have no idea what's going on. So I think, I, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. This is right for numerous seasons with a lot of big name guests. That could be a lot of fun. I, I'm hoping Bateman pops up in Murderville. Mm. Just a cameo, that's all. Because seeing those two together... They've got some really funny chemistry, and I want to see them together just for a little bit. But this show, I'm on board with as well. Count me in. I don't think my number three is going to be a pick that you're going to be wanting to watch, uh, considering you had tickets for it, and you said, <laughs> nah. <laughs> my numero three belongs to Moonfall, coming out this weekend in theaters, I want to see some destruction on the big screen. I'm worried we're not going to get enough of it, but that's really it. I just want to see things go boom. And that's, that's it. Yeah. You just want to watch the world in sometimes. (laughs) It sounds so bad, but like 
I just, I, that's it. That's my one and only reason for this. I do love Roland E movies. Like we were talking about earlier. Um, I've been disappointed in like, say independence day two, that movie didn't need to happen, but uh, 2012 in the original independence day, all of those movies. Great. So I'm hoping this will at least register on the Richter scale. Like, maybe five out of 10. Cause those movies were like close to a 10 out of 10. I just, I want, give me like half of that. That's all I'm asking for. My numero two. Um, I'm kind of actually surprised that I put this at number two. It's called the reacher. It's oh. the, new, the adaptation of Lee child's Jack reacher series. The eight episode first season drops on Amazon prime on February 4th. Now, Jack Reacher is a character that little Tom Cruise played on the big screen. <laughs> and in this version, uh, Reacher is played by Alan Richson, who is a very large, very in-shape human being. I don't have any real ties to the character except for the two Tom Cruise movies. Um, I like that first one quite a bit. And then the second one, I think you could argue that that is maybe the worst modern Tom Cruise action film. That was so bad. You know, I've never seen it. Not the second film. I thought how it can't be that bad. Like the second movie, but I just kept hearing people poop on it. And I'm like this for it to be that bad. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I, I just, <laughs> I, ne- that, I never, that should make you want to watch it a little bit more. though. <laughs> I mean, kind of, cause normally, I mean, we both get that way whenever something comes out and it is like so divisive, we're like, we got to see why it's this bad. Uh, it kind of made me want that, but yeah, I, I still, I still have not been persuaded to watch it. So I'm still passing on it. So my number two pick is one that I had to rearrange because it got bumped to next month and it was going to be a new movie, but in its place, I'm sticking a movie that's coming out on Netflix streaming We've already talked about it, and it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I originally was going to leave this off, but like I said, my other movie got pulled. This movie, weirdly enough, I'm getting more and more excited. Bef- like As we approach the release date, and it sounds so weird, but I just want to see Leatherface go to town. I do too. The, the shot in the party bus when he just like <laughs> starts, starts buzzing everyone looks... That looks amazing. Uh, you know, it's just, there's something similar to a disaster film. We just need good horror movies. And I'm not expecting anything new here. I'm not expecting this to change anyone's minds if you don't like the Texas Chainsaw series. But weirdly enough, it's like, it's been a while since we've spent some time with old Leatherface. I'm ready <laughs> for that. Well, there's not much to him, sadly. He just like, runs and puts people's skin on his face and then runs around the chainsaw pops up in the middle of a field uh playing hide and seek he's like peekaboo this is my number one i don't have high expectations um i'm sure this is not going to be great but the trailer is better than i expected i am fully down to watch him just slay a bunch of teens and young (laughs) adults Uh, i'm not sure i'm huge on the obvious halloween 2018 vibes yeah. Where in that one, we have Lori coming back, facing her demons. Uh, in that scenario, Michael Myers. In this one, it's Sally, the lone survivor from the original. And she's just been, what, like hanging out until 
old Leatherface pops up and she's going to go to town. I that guess. Seems, one, just like they ripped it hardcore off Halloween, which is... Which is funny yeah, that yeah, Scream that brings was- that up. Like Scream 4, before we even get this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or Scream 5, rather, was talking about how these requels, like what you said, it really bases the story all around the OG characters. And it's like, how can we get them involved and then move this forward? And it retcons other things that came before it that it doesn't like and it doesn't want to deal with. So, yeah, it is It is weird now seeing that with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do you think that it will end up being one of the worst Texas Chainsaw movies or one of the best? Because the franchise is pretty like in the dumps overall. This is not a franchise I necessarily love uh, for a lot of reasons. I just don't think there's... I love the look of Leatherface. I think it's awesome to see him in action. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot to that character that makes me want to go revisit those movies. I think one thing that I don't like about this is the setting. Like I like Halloween because it's in Haddonfield, which is something I can relate to. I just don't... the, the, The Texas look in these, I just... It's grimy and I don't like it. Another reason why having Sally return like doesn't necessarily interest me because I don't care about her as a as um, the final girl necessarily. Right. It's, it's not even the original Texas Chainsaw is one I kind of appreciate and have fun with, but I I could never watch that again and be okay. I've seen that maybe once. I'm the same way. It's never like stuck with me, and it's I think I think I've only seen it once and. I know that it broke down a lot of barriers for horror and I ended up watching a new AMC documentary. It's a four and a half hour documentary and it is such a fascinating look back at horror films. And they touched a little bit on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and whenever they came out with that and turned that into a comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird how this franchise has morphed, but it keeps trying to repeat, I feel like, the first film and just like tell the same story. This looks different enough that I'm like, you know what? I, I'm i down for that. Like you said, he j- gets on a bus full of kids and they just like don't know what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> You can assume that I'm just going to say you're canceled and you'll stop doing it. And he's just like, I don't know what that means. So I'm going to just hack you up. <laughs> It's just, it's so outrageous, but at the same time, we, I'm ready for some outrageousness. Um, I, I can't wait for this. Um, and uh, I was really, do I did my best to keep it off my list for as long as I could, but I'm like, I can't. After texting about this, um, I got to include it. Um, my number one is actually your number three. It's Murderville. Oh, wow. We yeah. actually had two... Out of three, that's unusual. I I originally had um, I bumped up Murderville whenever the trailer came out, and I thought, you know what, it sounds like such an interesting concept. Nothing new that I'm going to reveal here, uh, outside the fact that I'm like, and also got to work in some comedy to mix in disaster, horror, and comedy. So that way, I I'm like a uh, pop culture food pyramid i gotta have a balanced diet i mean moon, moonfall might be a comedy <laughs> yeah it might as well as be they should By have the turned it, it into 
<laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. Um, kind of a fun month. I, you know, I should have had Jackass on here. I think I, I don't know if I'm going to watch Reacher, but I know that for sure Jackass I'm excited for. And uh, this weekend there are two movies with Moonfall and Jackass Forever. I think that would be like a weird double feature mm. if you were to do that. I feel like you would get really stoned and go watch both those <laughs> and then probably have a lot of fun. That Yeah, that could end up being a lot a lot of fun. I think that's something that Seth Rogen will probably end up doing. Speaking of, we got Pam and Tommy coming out. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. I can't wait. That almost made my list. I almost included that, but I left it off because I, for some reason, felt like you were going to include it. Well, you know what? Previous episode, maybe even the last one we did. I can't remember when we did it. It was like our uh, most anticipated, like under, what do we call those? Smaller projects or whatever. And that yeah. was on there. So that's why I didn't do that. I uh, I'm, I almost included that, but it left it off because that's, I thought that, that you would. But yeah, th- those are our picks for the month of February. It's a lover's month. And um, I don't know what we're going to do next time. That is if we end up getting brought back. So as long as we're not canceled. <laughs> <laughs> this might be it. Who knows? We, yeah. we might just come back for the Batman. We'll just take the rest <laughs> yeah. of the month off. Well, we got to talk about Texas Chainsaw in a couple weeks. That's 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 a good point. We'll we'll do uh, some Leatherface, and then we'll bring on the bat. So hopefully you'll stick with us for those episodes. Until next time, keep watching. Keep watching.